In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. The Coptic month, Ba'una, usually during this month, we celebrate the Feast of Pentecost, in which the Holy Spirit descended upon the twelve disciples. That's why all the readings of the Sundays of this month are about the Holy Spirit. The first Sunday of Ba'una speaks about how to be filled by the Holy Spirit. It is through prayers. When the Lord said, if your son asks you to give him an egg, would you give him a stone? If he asks you for a fish, would you give him serpent? Then he said, if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more your heavenly father will give you the Holy Spirit when you ask him. So in the first Sunday, the church speaks to us about if you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, the only way is prayer. Pray and ask God to fill you with the Holy Spirit. Then the second Sunday, which is last Sunday, the church speaks to us about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. When we have the Holy Spirit in us, we receive gifts. And these gifts, as St. Peter said, as each one has received gift, minister it to one another. So when God gives me gift, I can use this gift to help others. And one of the gifts is the gift of healing. Therefore, the last Sunday, we heard about healing of the paralytic man as a gift of the Holy Spirit. Today, the third Sunday, the church speaks to us about sins against the Holy Spirit. When the Lord said, Therefore I say to you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven men, but the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven men. So the church speaks to us today about sins against the Holy Spirit. Next Sunday, the church speaks to us about the fruit of the Holy Spirit. When the church tells us, love your enemy, pray for those who persecute you. So this is the fruit of the Holy Spirit as we read in Galatians chapter 5, verse uh, 21 and 22. Uh, the Bible tells us the fruits of the Spirit is love, peace, joy, etc. So the fruits of the Holy Spirit will be the topic of next Sunday. So during the Sunday, the church, during this Coptic month, the church covers how to be filled with the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, sins against the Holy Spirit, and the fruit of the Holy Spirit.
the sins against the Holy Spirit are four sins. Four sins. The first sin is to resist the Holy Spirit. What does it mean to resist the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit has a role in our life to convict us on sin, on righteousness, and on judgment. So, when I want to lie, the Holy Spirit will convict me and tell me this is wrong. You should you should say the truth. When I am angry and hurting somebody by my words the Holy Spirit tells me this is wrong you should love your brother you should not get angry the anger of man cannot make the righteousness of God when there is an opportunity to help someone but I decline the Holy Spirit will rebuke me and tell me this is wrong you should help your brother who is in need and so on this is the work of the Holy Spirit so when I resist the Holy Spirit I will not uh, abide I will not do with the Holy Spirit tells me to do like a child resisting his father if the child is resisting his parents. His parents tell him, don't do this, do that, but he is not listening to them. That is the resisting the Holy Spirit. Also, this is not only about our works, but about our faith. Because the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. So the Holy Spirit usually convicts me if I deviated from the truth. No one can say that Jesus is God except by the Holy Spirit. So, if I start to drift from the truth or denying the truth, for example, I'm saying Jesus is not God, the Holy Spirit will convict me. But the person can resist the Holy Spirit, say, no, I will not listen to your words. This leads to the second sin against the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, as St. Paul said, St. Paul mentioned two sins against the Holy Spirit. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit and don't quench the Holy Spirit. When I resist the Holy Spirit, the Spirit will be grieved in me. As when a child resists his parents and he doesn't listen to them, the parents are grieved because the son is not listening to them. And making God grieving for me or making God disappointed at me is a major sin because God wants to save me. He paid a pressure, he paid a very, very precious price. Our Lord Jesus Christ died on the cross in order to save me. 
He carried my sins. How after all of this, I grieve the Holy Spirit and make the Holy Spirit disappointed or upset at me. This leads to the third sin against the Holy Spirit, which is quenching the Holy Spirit. Exactly like when a son resisting his parent. So after several, several times, it may take a few months or year or more, telling him this is wrong, you cannot do this. But after all this time, the Holy Spirit or the parents will don't will decide not to say anywhere to their son. Because what is the benefit if I say to my son, don't do it, and he do it at the end? This is exactly what St. Paul said, quenching the Holy Spirit. And this is a dangerous area in the person's life. Because now where is the conviction of the Holy Spirit? It's not there. So the person here needs something to shock him, to realize how far he is from God in order to start his journey back in repentance. And if the person continued to the end of his life, not listening to the Holy Spirit, quenching and grieving the Holy Spirit, this is blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. That's why the Lord said to the people today, Therefore, I say to you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven men. But blasphemy again in the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven men. Any sin or blasphemy, I will have the Holy Spirit to convict me and leads me to repentance. But when I blaspheme again is the Holy Spirit, who will convict me? Who will bring me back to repentance? No one. That's why there is no forgiveness for the sin of blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. You can see how the Lord Jesus Christ taught and made many, many wonders and miracles. And one of them, when they brought to him today a person who was demon-possessed, and the Lord healed him. When the Pharisees and scribes and the priests saw this miracle, said, this man does not cast out demon except by Baal Zabur, the ruler of the demons. The spirit of the truth convicted them and told them, no, he is the son of God. Because the spirit of truth bear witness that Jesus is the Son of God. God who became man. But they did not listen to the spirit of truth and said, this fellow cast out demons by Baal Zabub. Although not only the conviction of the Holy Spirit, but even the logic 
is against this accusation. And the Lord responded to them logically. He told them, okay, if I have Baal Zabub, the ruler of the demons, I cast out demons by the ruler of the demons. What about the disciples, the 12 disciples? And what about the 70 apostles who are listening to my teaching, who believes that I am the Son of God? These are, by the way, Jews. They are your sons. And they cast the demons. Can you tell me by which power they cast the demons? Because I have Baal Zabub with me. What about your sons, the 12 apostles and the 70? by whom they cast out demons. And another argument the Lord brought it here in the middle, and he told them, Satan wants to spread his kingdom. So how Satan, actually he wants to possess every man, every child in the whole world. So if Satan is casting out Satan, how his kingdom will be established. Because if a kingdom divided against itself will be brought into desolation. So even your accusation is not making sense. By logic, it's not making sense. By the conviction of the spirit of truth, doesn't make sense. Then the Lord was surprised, was surprised. The rule is, when there is a good tree, we'll have a good fruit. When there is a bad tree, the fruit will be bad. But (coughs) the scribes and the Pharisees and the priests, they were bad because they are blaspheming against the Holy Spirit. In spite of this, they preach the word of God, say they say the word of God. So the Lord told them, How come you speak good things while you are bad and evil? So he told them, Make either make the tree good and its fruit good, or else make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For a tree is known by its fruit. Then the Lord was surprised. How can you, being evil, speak good things? That is deceiving. This is hypocrisy. Being evil and speak good things. Like yesterday in Bible study in Psalm 55, when the psalmist said about uh, Achitophel, and and uh, and Absalom, his son, who are deceiving them, he said their words are better than oil, uh, softer than oil, but they are swords, drawn swords. So some people, their words are soft and nice and good, although their heart is evil. The same applies to the scribes and Pharisees. How 
How you being evil speak good things. That's why the Lord called them brood of vipers. As the serpent deceived our mother Eve. In the same way, here they are deceiving people. Especially they are teachers, the scribes, the Pharisees, the priests are teachers of the law of God. And he told them, the truth is, out of the abundance of heart, the mouth speaks. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. But I say to you that every idle word men may speak, they will give account in the day of judgment. For by words you will be justified, and by words you will be condemned. So, when they spoke and said and accused the Lord Jesus Christ that he is casting out demons by the ruler of demons, this actually, in a, yani, the, these words will condemn them in the last day. By your words, you will be justified, and by your words, will be condemned. So today, the message of the church tells us, all of you, all of us, we received the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is convicting us on sin, on righteousness, and on judgment. Also, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, is the Spirit of truth. And guiding us to the truth, the Spirit will teach us and the Spirit will comfort us. The question here, are we resisting the Holy Spirit or we abide by the Holy Spirit? Many times when we insist on doing what's wrong or when we insist in carrying a wrong belief without correcting it, then we are resisting the Holy Spirit which unfortunately will lead to grieving the Holy Spirit, then quenching the Holy Spirit, and finally blasphemy again the Holy Spirit. There is a warning today how not to resist the Holy Spirit. Rather, we need to pray and ask God to fill us with the Holy Spirit. Ask God to make us bear the fruit of the Holy Spirit, which we'll speak about it next Sunday. Peace, joy, self-control, love, all these goodness, all these fruit of the Holy Spirit. May the Lord protect our heart from the deception of the enemy and make us alert to the warning of the Holy Spirit in our life so that we may know you resist the word of God and resist the Holy Spirit, but rather abide by the word of God and listen to the Holy Spirit. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.